And we're here for another episode of Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. My name is Martin and right here with me today is Sword9 aka Charles. How are you doing? Stuck like everybody else, but that's not going to get in the way of a good time. So uh, what have you been doing recently? Uh, you've been playing Animal Crossing, I heard, and I heard there's a recently released RPG that you asked me about a few episodes back. Heard you got that too. Yeah. Yeah, I finally decided to cave in and actually buy a digital copy of FF7 Remake. Mm-hmm. So between that and Animal Crossing, my days are pretty full, honestly, because I've been enjoying the remake quite a lot. There is, there is a lot to be loved, but yes. the camera system is not one of them. Oh, <laughs> is it, does the camera system impede you in terms of the battle system or when you're free roaming in the map? Free roaming, is it's tolerable when you're walking around the scenery because the environment is gorgeous. It is just absolutely stunning. You go around and you're in these slums and there is that little bit of, oh, this is nice even if the people are technically living in, you know, the depths of poverty. Uh, But there's something, there's a little bit of beauty in that somewhere, you know, like the way that they just design everything looks nice. Now, the same can't be said, however, when you're in combat, because when you're in the thick of it, when you're on the verge of dying, and the camera angle is not helping you, (laughs) it gets frustrating. It, It gets really annoying. and the fact that you can also hot swap between your different characters that quickly yeah, kind of adds a little bit of uh, that element of unpredictability in the camera. Let's say you're one minute you're using cloud, you're s- slashing mm-hmm. left and right, and then you press left on the D-pad, and then you suddenly switch to Barrett. And he happens to be in a rather awkward position. So the camera angle is not helpful at all in where it is. Like, oh man, wait, I can't see. I mean, the lock-on system helps a little bit. Because you can hold, you can tap the R3 as a button. And it locks onto a single target, right? So so I guess you can say you had bad news with Barrett. Uh, I thought I thought we had are we on Jobber Talk again? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Did we just suddenly jump to Jobber Talk? Or, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can swap. You hot swap to him, and then the camera angle's bad, and you're like, "Wait, hang on, I can't figure out what's going on." So, it, it, it's it's a little. It's one of the things that kind of takes away from what would have been a super perfect game. Or super great game, really. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I suppose it's it's a little it's a it's a problem that would have become a real challenge to address with any developer. It's it's just that yeah, the camera angle is not the best thing. And speaking of Final Fantasy remake, you guys can check out our previous episode featuring Tito Rob and our friend Miko, who have been talking about it, and we do have a write up in CriticalIndex.net. Things you should want to mm-hmm. do or check out when you're on the FF7 remake. And I remember you're playing a certain game on the Switch recently as well, Animal Crossing. Yes, yes, yes. And I have to say, I have some good news. I finally got that elusive 
upgrade to the Nook's Cranny. And for those unfamiliar, it's that shop being run by the two little Tanuki. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it's the shop of items, basically. It's, it's the basic item shop. And when you first get it, it's just, you know, a really small shop. Mm-hmm. And then they get upgraded and they start selling more stuff. And then eventually, now, uh, after being in the game for a couple days, spending a certain amount of bells, they finally get an upgrade. A lot of people have been kind of confused as to when exactly that happens. And I think there were some data mines that helped clarify that a bit. So, yeah, there's been a lot of, there was a lot of speculation up to that point where, like, how exactly do you, do you get that second upgrade? Because the store gets improved by that much. All right. And speaking of Animal Crossing, we have one of our two guests who will be talking about Animal Crossing in this episode. It's our friend Vincent Towson from The Geeks. And before we get into his interview, he did mention something about island events, like certain communities of players playing Animal Crossing going to a certain island to like do a fishing contest, to even do a trip to Jerusalem thing. How about you, Charles? Have you been doing mm. a certain shindig or an event? at your host island recently? Well, typically on my island, though what I usually do is not really host events uh, as often, but I did recently have like a bit of a trading session where me and a couple of friends of mine uh, basically placed some wish lists based on the stuff that we, that each of us have. And we basically brought it over uh, to my island where we basically trade around some of the inventories so it gets registered in each other's catalogs so that they can place an order for it in their residential services. So that happened actually yesterday. And I walked away with a lot of good stuff as well since we also uh, made crafting wish lists for us. Since we, a lot of us had like different recipes that really varied from player to player. And we basically just, okay, here are the, here are the item stuff that we need to trade for uh, and to build this. Can you craft it for me? And one of the things that was requested from me was actually the this golden armor. And just to let you know, this is not uh, an, a really cheap thing to build because it requires eight gold nuggets. And gold nuggets are a little bit rare to find. I, I guess some people get luckier than others because uh, clearly my friend got lucky with it. Because at the time, I only, well, up until now, I only have like five gold nuggets throughout my uh, past month-ish or so uh, uh, playing Animal Crossing. And then he's like, oh, hey, bro, can you, can you build me uh, like gold armor? I'm like, okay, that's going to cost you eight nuggets. And then he suddenly drops like 16 gold nuggets at my feet. Get me two. Damn! <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I grab the gold nuggets and I start crafting. And that, that's just really surprising how RNG can really favor certain people sometimes. Yikes. <laughs> like, 18, like 16 gold nuggets, that is a lot. I, I wish I had 16 gold nuggets. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, that's a lot of nuggets, man. It's like... A lot of nugs. Yeah. Get them nugs. nugs. Get them nugs, yo. So the room, man. So uh, speaking of Animal Crossing, that's from the Nintendo Switch, right? 
one of the hottest mm-hmm, titles mm-hmm. in recent uh, weeks because it's been recently released and all. Yes, uh, we got to introduce him too. We know this guy, our friends from the other podcasts, like the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. He's also associated with PWR. His name is Ro, and we will be talking to him in this episode on his video game experience during the quarantine lockdown period with his gaming experience on the Switch. He recently finished Zelda Breath of the Wild, one of the best games to come out of the Switch when it got released. Mm, Yeah. By the way, did you know, fun fact, Last for the past two weekends, mm-hmm. uh, Ro has joined uh, me and a certain group of other people in what is essentially a essentially D and D, but pro wrestling. Whoa, online. Yeah, uh, over Discord. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, we can. So it's, it's basically it's it's basically like a tabletop. Uh, it's like a tabletop uh, wrestling, yeah. where the 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 players are basically playing wrestlers, both uh, kayfabe and also the real person behind the the character. And in my role as the uh, as the DM or GM, I'm basically quote unquote creative. So and we have we have intro music, we have the uh, announcer, which is also being done by me, and we have them play out their matches and whatnot, doing promos. Uh, I, I book the match and I set who's gonna win, but whether or not that ha- that really pushes through can also vary. So that that was fun. So he's been joining us, and the guy, the character that he was playing, is a jobber basically. Oh, God. he goes by the 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 name of Mister Mendocoro. <laughs> and yeah, speaking of Mister Mendocoro, did I get that name right? Yep, we got Row in a couple of seconds. And afterwards, we got Vince from The Geeks. And here they are. Hello, guys. Uh, this is Martin. And we have our special guest here from PWR and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Please give it up for Mr. Ro Moran. Hey, Ro, how have you been? Hey, hey Martin. How is the Southern Hemisphere treating you? Yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. But some people really need to wear masks here. I mean, like. They even need to like, wear uh, wait, have you have you ever disclosed exactly where you are, or is that confidential? So I, I've only I've only heard that uh, uh, one oh. you were in Southern Hemisphere, but I'm not sure like where exactly where? you are and whether it's okay for you to say where where you are. Oh, it's okay. Where no, so this is me asking. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. It's okay to know where. It's uh, kind of confy what I'm working on, but yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I just want to know yeah. where you are in the world. Oh, I want to know, um, like, you know, mm-hmm. the context of what you said. Nah, people aren't wearing masks, so I want to know uh, why but, people there aren't wearing masks. So go on. True. Where were you? Uh, tell me, point. tell me. Uh, Brazil. Nice. So the guy who, the president here is the guy who gets mistaken for yeah, another president that yeah. cries. That, <laughs> and, that, uh, that makes sense. So, that, so that's why people aren't wearing masks. They believe him when he says, nah, when he dances. It's not real. The virus, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Where uh, am I in Brazil? Uh, are you in Rio or? Uh, we're in the federal state, uh, not as bad as Brazilia? Rio or so. Yes. Um, okay. The problem is there cool. is some uh, how do you call this local transmission because one of his guys did get the COVID when they visited America. Uh, and they okay. and do upon, work that's, here. That's a whole other story, <laughs> but no. yeah, and that's then, a whole other story, America. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how? So yeah, sorry, I I made this okay. about you. No, it's okay. <laughs> sorry. 
I haven't caught up with this. Uh, the funny part is, um, well, we do have health secretary there in the Philippines, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a health uh, minister a, here, and he got fired yeah. recently. I don't know why. <laughs> um, well, no, I, I, I know why, because I, I heard about it in the news. Uh, your health minister is actually the one who is, who is a bit rational about this. That's why. So yeah. he, wa- he was the one who wasn't downplaying COVID, and then your president uh, disagreed with that. Because he wants to downplay everything and pretend everything is fine. Uh, yeah. He fired him. Uh, here, it's the opposite way. Uh, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but uh, the Senate actually drafted a resolution saying, uh, you know, recommending uh, Health the Secretary removal. Duque resign, yeah. but uh, the president didn't want him to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's the difference between here and there. So it's a mess. Uh, I think we're both in places yeah. in which it's a mess. Yeah. So that's the state of the world we live in now. <laughs> So imagine we're kind of like mini Florida. We're slowly closing, uh, opening all doors to some public places in a few weeks. Yeah. And uh, even if most are closed, let's just say some people still want to go outside yeah. and get their yeah. sun. Uh, well, I think everyone wants to go outside and get their sun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, we get it as much as we can, you know, under the guise of important stuff like going to groceries, going to the drugstore in my part, uh, Amen. stuff like Amen. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, that's what's, <laughs> that's what, that's where we're reduced to basically. But yeah, uh, part of this episode is actually like catching up with the people I talk yeah, to. Yeah. So yeah, this is a good uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah. So I, know. It's doing, been... <laughs> I hope you don't, you don't uh, get into any trouble over that. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Especially like the anti-Chinese uh, sentiments going right. on in the West right now. It's hard. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, All right. so let's switch things up. And I heard you have been playing the Nintendo Switch like during the first week of quarantine there. Uh, yeah, um, basically uh, we were sent home on the week of March 13th. So that's over a little over a month ago. And uh, we've been sentenced to work from home. So I'm, I'm lucky enough, I think, to... Uh, to have a, to be working in a company in which uh, it is, it's an option to work from home, so that means uh, you don't have you know how it is right at yeah. work. Even if you're not doing anything, you have to pretend like you're not yeah. slacking off, or at least if you're slacking off, you be said that with Now that yeah. now <laughs> when you do that when you do that shit at home, uh, no one's around to judge you or reprimand you. So in between of in between of tasks, say. Uh, it's very rare that you are. Uh, it's very rare that you're stuck doing one thing all all day, whether you're at home or you're in the office, right? So, uh, I get to play whatever I want to play uh, in between important tasks. Oh, and at least. yeah, yeah. Uh, so for the first few weeks of the quarantine, yeah, I was actually fixated on my Nintendo Switch. It was the only thing, or not the only thing, but one of the only con, uh, game consoles I could take home with me. Shempre, we have, I, I have um, a PS4 in the apartment I stay in, in the city. And on, on that thing, I started, uh, I started a playthrough of Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, shit. And nice. I had to put that on hold because, Shempre, uh, I had to evacuate a little. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, all I had with me was my switch and my laptop, my work laptop. 
So on my Switch, I took it as an opportunity to continue my game of Final Fantasy VIII. That was the first thing I played on the Switch. Uh, I mean, not the first thing I played on the Switch. The first thing I played this quarantine because uh, it was in my backlog. Yeah. And I tried to finish it, but I got stuck at a point uh, where I couldn't beat the boss because I hadn't been maximizing my characters in the game. Not grinding. And yet. then I, yeah, I, I, I didn't bother grinding too much because I, I, I just wanted the story over with, you know? Okay. Uh, I didn't like FF8 as much as the okay. other FF games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted to get it over with. Uh, so I tried to rush to the whole game and then I got stuck in that place I, I got stuck in. Um, for those who play the game, who, uh, who have played the game, it was, what was her name? Um, the boss that starts disc four. Oh, snap. I, uh, I didn't reach that. I'm still in disc three. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got stuck there. I couldn't beat the boss because I was under level. Mm-hmm. And after realizing, actually, I, did the, I also did the cardinal sin of RPGs in which I did not use different save slots. Oh, you, know, sh- you know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yep. <laughs> so, because I, I just really wanted to finish it, right? I didn't, it wasn't like I wasn't gonna, I was gonna do a lot of the side quests. Yeah, like the 100% yeah. thing. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't 100% games. So when I figured that I couldn't advance and there was no way for me to level up enough to beat the boss, I stopped playing it. Oh, I told myself, I told myself, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch the rest of the cutscenes on YouTube because I'm sure it's there somewhere. Amen. <laughs> I haven't done that. So I moved on to my other game, my other major game in my Switch backlog, which was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So uh, I started, I actually started playing this game around October. But okay. uh, I did, um, not, I mean, earlier than that, probably. So around that time. But I didn't get to finish it because uh, the copy I had was something. Was a was a copy I borrowed from my friend George. Pastor? Um, yeah, Pastor. Hey, so, GCP. <laughs> yeah, GCP. That was my first copy of the game was GCP's copy. And then before I could finish it, he said uh, he needed it back so that he could sell it so that he could play Pokemon. Oh he could he could get Pokemon. Oh yeah, it was yeah, yeah. that time yeah, showed and sealed. Yeah, it came out in November, November. Mm-hmm. Um so I had to give it back to him, and then I was without the game. Then I was able to borrow it from Chino, Chino Liao. Chino Liao. Ah, uh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> and I took the rest of the time in quarantine to finish uh, what I needed to finish. So I would play for hours for a few days until, uh, until I was able to finish the story and you know, get some get some important stuff from the side quests as well. So that, that was actually, the I, I would say, my biggest, uh, my biggest achievement so far, games-wise, in, uh, in, in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, Trumper, um, um, it was so expansive that I actually needed the guide. Actually, uh, I'm not ashamed to, to admit that I play video games, especially, like, huge sandbox games with mm-hmm. and with a with a strategy guide because I need 
I need to be told where to go sometimes. That's why I'm so thankful for, I'm um, so thankful for, uh, the game facts. You, the... Yeah, the game facts, and even in the games where the HUD tells you where to go, right? The oh, yeah. Your next objective and all that, or where yes. you have to get stuff and all of that. So I'm really glad that those things were uh, were developed by game designers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was. Uh, I'm so glad that I was able to finish that game because it's been it's, it was sitting in my uh, backlog for so long. It's such a beautiful game, dude. I don't know if you ever played it. I saw my friend play it during the time he was playing it on the Switch. He like jacked it on his TV. Right, uh, right. One of my favorite parts of the game was like he has to wear a certain costume to enter a certain yeah 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 town. Yes, to yes, dress like a girl. Yeah, yes, dress like a girl. And no. No, dude. If if you ever get a switch, I said uh, you should get a switch just to get that game because it's I consider it uh, a modern masterpiece, and I, and I've never before that I've never ever really played a Zelda game before, so I am kind of glad that yeah yeah I've never I've never oh. had one. I've had an I've had a Nintendo sixty four, but I've never had a Zelda, Zelda. game. Zelda, okay. Yeah, uh, even when I play on emulators of you know the SNES the NES. Uh, even on Game Boy, I don't, I've never had a Zelda game, so I don't know why I've, that was the case. But uh, there you go, and I'm kind of glad that the that Breath of the Wild was my first Zelda game. So uh, you okay. you can't fault it at all. There's nothing wrong with it. Like it is perfect in every way. Uh, the only thing is, after I finish the story, I don't have. The patience to keep playing, you know, just but, to get the side quests and all yeah. that. <laughs> so, I, I kind of had a hard stop there. <laughs> okay, no, it's cool. So, going back to the work from home arrangement, I'm glad right. you have more time to play compared to the time you had to go to work. So, during this period for you, it's like you get more time to spend time on games while working from yeah. home. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, my biggest problem when I became an adult, which is to say when I started working and all that, yeah. I stopped having time for games. So uh, since I started working, I've gravitated to the games that don't take you long to play. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, sports games, card games, um, what, first person, you know, multiplayer games, you know, play games that you can play in sessions. Amen. Not games that you have to spend your entire afternoon or evening to, like you, like we were able to back when we were kids, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that was always my problem with uh, with gaming as an adult. I always had to find time to sandwich playing because uh, if you put too much time in playing, a lot of things get sacrificed. I'm sure you know this. Amen. So I, that's why I, I never got too much into single player games, RPGs with big stories and all that. Mm -hmm. Unless it's stuff that I could take with me, like on my phone or uh, like on the Switch, right? Yeah. So uh, when this uh, lockdown started, it to me, and this is going to be extremely privileged of me to say, I said there are people suffering out there uh, who are living less comfortably than I am. But to me, uh, this right now feels like a huge summer break in which we do 
nothing but not about nothing but play, but we have a lot more time to play the games you want to play. That's just for me. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the work is um, just a little distraction sometimes. It shouldn't be that way, actually. It really shouldn't be that way. But that is the kind of reality that I am in now. That's what mm-hmm. I find myself in now. And um, as much as I want to uh, have a sense of normalcy and keep working, uh, this is just the way I have it right now. Yeah, like more games... Uh, I mean, yeah. more time, more time, because less time to, uh, less time for commute, less time to, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Actually, yeah, that's, that's you hit it right on the head. Uh, I don't have to waste my time not playing, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm just here. I'm just at home. I don't have to go anywhere else to do different things. I kind of reverted back to, like, a college body clock, you know, a college vacation body clock. Which the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know what this, yeah. you know what I mean. Longer sleeping uh, time in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You stay up real late and then you wake up real late. It's like a college summer vacation, but I guess. Okay. Well, I'm glad. It, it's kind of messed up. Actually, I, I'm I'm kinda of over it after a month because I, I want to get back to you Work know being life. a functioning adult. Yeah. <laughs> but Again, this is what we find ourselves in. This is what I find myself in. Yeah, I'm glad though you got more time to spend on uh, to spend time on games this time compared to mm-hmm. before. Um, I got the varying answers to this question actually. Like, okay, okay. Some do get more time to play because yeah, they have handhelds or like, oh, I'm on a switch. Uh, some kind of don't because their line of work kind of reverberates also around gaming. So like, oh shit, mm, that's cool. More that's time. Cool. I, to I work. wish mine too. Yeah. <laughs> No, so, uh, speaking of that, uh, you mentioned work and then they their work kind of revolves on gaming. I, I kind of feel the same way when I'm playing mobile games because yeah. I, uh, I got workmates, office mates who play Mobile Legends. Oh, stop. So okay. <laughs> I play Mobile Legends now. And uh, back when we were all in the office, that's what, it was, that's what we would do. Okay, uh, we try to get it going here at home, but uh, it just doesn't hit the same, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, the uh, you should. Be, I mean, you should be able to to play together more because you have time to play together more. But I think no one's no one's schedules really match up, and I I don't have the same online time. And nobody's. Uh, I think they're all busy doing their own thing as well. Yeah. So uh, there's that. There's varying, like, also them varying degrees of game time, and maybe like, yeah, it depends on the internet providers you guys have yeah that's, that's also true that's also true uh, i'm on i'm also lucky i'm l- almost so lucky to be on converge right now oh, um, it um <laughs> it's fast you know it's fast but yeah. uh right now with everyone being home with everyone streaming whatever they're streaming bandwidth uh, <laughs> yeah the bandwidth gets narrow and narrow and converge isn't as fast as it used as it used to be right now so uh-huh. I'm also kind of hoping that things go back to normal then. Yeah, same. But speaking of uh, gaming, uh, I remember you mentioned Final Fantasy VIII, and now you're going to the PC to play Final Fantasy XIV. How is it so yeah, far? Yeah, yeah. So uh, before the quarantine started, I've always wanted to go back to playing an MMO RPG. 
my first MMO was World of Warcraft. Um, Ooh, wow. A couple of decades. Yeah, uh, in the late 2000, in the late 2000s, I, I, I remember that correctly. So it's been a long, long time since I played an M- MMO. Mm-hmm. And I, me and my girlfriend have actually been wanting to play World of Warcraft again. Oh, but okay, but... I, because it's such a it's such a familiar uh, such a familiar setting the, the Warcraft environment the the Warcraft universe if you will yep, yep. and I've always loved it even though uh, I have issues right now with Blizzard for you know for the oh yeah their... controversy oh. I, I've kind of stopped supporting Blizzard over that and that means I'm glad I don't play Overwatch I don't play Starcraft two I don't play Heroes of the Storm. Hearthstone even, um, but I was long moved on from Hearthstone, and uh, that means there was no way I was gonna play or pay for World of Warcraft before. Uh, before I got into Final Fantasy fourteen, I did actually look up uh, WoW private servers because I, I was you know it was already the quarantine. I had a lot of time. I had a lot of bandwidth to download the game, and I was figuring. Maybe I should go back. Um, I just found, uh, I, you know, uh, my pre, my, pri- my my prior experiences with a private server, me uh, told me that the game would be a lot buggy. So I didn't really Ooh. bother. Yeah. Downloading, uh, downloading it again. So a friend told me, uh, he was gonna get into Final Fantasy fourteen because there was a sale in the Square Enix store. Oh, yeah. So the game, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the entire game for one month for plus one free month of game time was only 17 US dollars on the Square Enix store. So we all jumped on that, and here we are now. Um, it, uh, I heard that Final Fantasy 14 was a bad game when it was first released, uh-huh. but. I don't see that now, especially like years and years, almost a decade after, after release, that yeah. original release, right? Hmm. So it is a really good MMO, I think. It's a real upgrade over what we are used to when it comes to MMOs. Like, uh, remember in other MMOs, you what you create a character, you select a job class, and you're stuck with a job with that job class for the rest of the game until you make a new character. What I really like about Final Fantasy XIV is that you can get as many jobs as you want, and then you can switch roles as many as as often as you want. So if you're stuck, if you're Sawana with one class, you can easily switch to another class and uh, play the game a whole new way. And then you uh, throw in all the different Final Fantasy references, and then such a good story. Uh, it's a real treat for. Final Fantasy fans and MMO fans. So I'm really glad to have picked this up. And I think that it is, uh, for my first uh, MMO that I'm actually paying for, it's worth it for me. Okay, so like, how's it been? So what's your job class right now? Okay, uh, I'm playing a Paladin Uh on FF14, that's my main. And then, my other side job classes are samurai and oh, dancer. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they added samurai in an expansion, and it's super cool, man. Um, it's a straight DPS. 
uh, high level DPS job class and it's so awesome. So it's like a really good DPS, first DPS class to, to get into after you spend the whole basic game playing as a tank. <laughs> That's good though. So um, the characters there, are there familiar characters from other FF titles or it's a whole entire universe to its own, this online um, thing? Yeah, you know, uh, you know how FF works. Um, yeah. Every every you know, every every installment is a whole different game. I actually, when I first heard of the idea of an MMO Final Fantasy back with FF Eleven, right? I've always thought uh, they should make the MMOs a spin-off of Final Fantasy. You know, you take uh, an established world in one from one of the games. And then you make it an, an online version of it. So like, I've always wanted it to be like an Ivalice online instead of a whole new, uh, instead of a whole new uh, universe in the main line. But with this game, I I got east of all my doubts. It was worth it, man. Uh-huh. And then there is like uh, there there are, there is some content near the end of the game which uh, is straight out from previous games. So there is like content from Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy XII. And uh, if you are a Final Fantasy fan of the franchise, then you would definitely appreciate this, this content. So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't gotten to that part yet. So really looking forward to that late game stuff. There is so much to do in this game, mostly because it's been running for 10 years now, for almost 10 years now. Oh, that's good. Like at least you're into the whole thing. But I also remember you're also into another kind of game, the card game, uh, Magic the yes, Gathering. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. How do you play that? Is it online or through your mobile phone? All right. So right now it's online. Okay. Um, I play. I play two ways actually. One is an unofficial game where all the cards are for free. So it's a uh, it's a user made game. Because it's a third-party like pirate game where uh, you have all the cards and then you don't have to pay for anything. And then you find other people to play with online. So for, for games where you need more than more than two players, that's what we use. And then it's more of a social thing. But the other way to play, uh, the more official way, it's called Magic the Gathering Arena. And Ooh. it's the official, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but not, it's the official... It's the official game of uh, of one of the official games, pala, of Magic. So there are a whole a whole bunch of official games. So many IPs actually out there now from Magic, and this is what I'm more kind of into. I say it's uh, more official, so you play with more players, and then it kind of feels more legit, if you will. Uh-huh. So I'm like a frustrated competitive player, actually. So. Uh, I've I figure that uh, if I just had the money, the time, and the, the 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 money to get the cards, the time to practice and play all the time, and maybe the willpower to keep going, uh, keep playing like for hours and hours on end, I could probably I could probably be competitive. So uh, I figured recently, relatively recently, that I'm probably just not going to be. Uh, a competitive pro player okay so i'm satisfied with just you know being able to play with the new cards and maybe uh just you know practicing to be a better player overall 
Yeah, at least you're still having fun playing that online. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. How, how does it feel to play a card game online? Because I, the last time I played a card game was the Pokemon TCG. Oh, right, right, right. So we were like and grade you, school. Did you play the Game Boy <laughs> game? Did you play the Game Boy Color game? Oh, no, I never had a GBC before. No, but uh, it's an emulator. Oh, uh, Oh, no. I, I just yeah, there was the, a Pokemon TCG game. Yeah. Cyan. I played the crystal version of Pokemon on my AGB. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you should have tried the TCG. Uh, so uh, how do you play a card game on, on the on PC? The, Basically, yeah. the same way you would play it on, you know, in real life, except because yeah. it has a program, yeah. uh, you don't have to Physical have defense. any confusion. No, you don't have to have any confusion with the rules. Oh. Um, that's the biggest... Uh, that to me is the biggest uh, pro or the biggest positive mm -hmm. of playing a digital card game. So when you play it in real life, you have to keep track of all the rules and then yes. uh, it's so easy to get things wrong because you're not, uh, you're just, you know, taking each other at face value. So yeah. with, the, with the program, with, with on software, uh, all the rules are already programmed in and then you just have to play. So it makes things a lot easier. It makes shuffling a lot easier. It makes uh, other effects, other game mechanics a lot easier. So that's why I prefer um, playing on a game that knows how the game is played, if that makes sense. Yeah, because there's sometimes when you play a card game, you guys may have to argue over the rules. Like, are you sure that's a exactly. right move? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So for this game, it just does it all for you. Yeah. So. If something goes wrong, then it's on you. You made a mistake. Yeah, we can't uh, you say. didn't read the card right, or you didn't play the card right. So, it kind of holds all of us accountable. Oh, I think the only bad side to it is you can't meta the game too much within the rules that you know in that card game. However, oh, I think there is still there's still a space for metagaming on the, on the online. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> man. Um, there is definitely an online meta game, especially now more so. Because you know there there are no paper tournaments being played right now, so everyone knows what what kind of decks people are playing or the, the most people are playing. So you can easily met the game here. Um, it's not really hard. There's so there's so much content on the internet about what people are playing online. So that's the other fun part. The only thing I wish I had was more money for more cards. Oh yeah, because you still have to purchase online. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, there, it's enough. Uh, it's free to play them on Perashempra. If you pay more, you get more cards faster. Yeah, like the good shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the only part I hate, really. You know, deciding what to spend your in-game currency on. Because, um, the meta game can can change real quick, in especially now with the internet so yeah speaking of paying for more items uh, is the final fantasy game not a pay-to-win situation for you because oh, no, I, no. I heard it's pve as well as well as pvp yeah yeah, yeah um i don't know how many people play pvp but it's mostly a pve environment and then good. it's not really pay to win it's pay to play for sure it's, oh, yeah. it's never free to play so when you're already paying to play you don't really have to pay to win um yeah. uh a lot of the transactions in the game are for aesthetic stuff. Uh, skins, so, yeah. 
Yeah, skins, uh, clothes, gear, mounts, stuff like that. So you don't really have to pay anything to win. It's not like your free mobile games where yeah, uh, you can download the game for free, get in for free, but uh, you have to pay for an advantage. Uh, mobile Legends isn't like that as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Definitely free to play. So yeah, thank you for sharing like your gaming time during the quarantine. I hope you're doing good there, Ro. But for the audience listening to this episode, where can they catch you online? You can catch me online on Twitter mostly at Roswar. Uh, that's where I hang out and you know give dicks. Okay, here's one. Here's one thing I forgot to add. Because of all the gaming I've been doing, I have been tweeting less. Oh, okay. So I have been on Twitter less. So a little give and take. I, I don't know if that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for me because the world is so depressing. Yeah. Uh, there is so much bad news everywhere. And then there is so much toxicity then everywhere, um, no matter where I look. Um, so I guess it's a good thing that I'm distracting myself by playing. <laughs> yeah, you can ask me your questions on Curious Cat. That's curiouscat.com slash war. I like answering a lot of questions. I think you know that, Martin. Oh, yeah. I've been asking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. I know. And then uh, we have a podcast uh, oh, yeah. on pro wrestling. So that's called the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which I host with Stan C, Chino Leal, and Camus. Um, we come out every week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. You can also tune in. I mean, you can also follow us on social media at wrestling 2x pod on twitter and wrestling wrestling podcast on uh, instagram and you know the wrestling wrestling podcast on facebook as well so i've got a whole lot of uh footprints online if you will oh yeah <laughs> and that's it guys uh, thank you so much for guesting ro i mean this is an episode i wanted to have but on a different podcast but hey yeah yeah no, <laughs> no uh, when you come back martin we'll, we will have that uh we will have that guessing on the other podcast for sure. All right. For sure, for sure. Anyway, thanks Thank so you, much, Ro. Thank you. See you guys. Bye-bye. All right. So last week, we got Robert Jackler from UnGeek. Now we got someone from The Geeks. And that's my friend here, Vincent. How are you doing, Vince? Yeah, man. Hey, doing well, considering everything that's happening right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. We live in crazy times, yeah. the quarantine era. Uh, so that's why yeah. I'm here to ask you how you're doing, first and foremost. You hanging in there, buddy? Yeah, man. I appreciate that. It's really been crazy, especially getting in. And I never thought I'd be one of those people, but I actually miss going out. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> it, yeah, it's been, it's been almost more than a month, actually. Wait. Yeah, it, it, we're nearing more than a month. Of being quarantined inside inside our own homes. Yeah, mid March. Like, yeah, man. Never thought I'm gonna miss going out. And uh, oh man, uh, how has it been for you, work wise, gaming wise? Uh, since now it's a work from home setup, do you get to play more games, or you get to play it less because the work just keeps piling on and on? Uh, well, the good thing about my work at the moment is that. I actually need to play. Games. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Since since I'm the I'm currently the community manager of Rumble Royale, one of the things is that we have to uh, either we have to really play with the community, talk to the community, and interact with them. 
And one one, uh, one of the ways that we could interact is pretty much playing games with them, especially in our Discord. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so now yeah. that you mention it, so it's basically intertwined with your work and playtime because mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. part of the Rumble Royale brand. And I heard you joined the company like early this year, right? Yeah, I think I came in around late January, if I recall properly. Yeah. Ah, nice. So, congrats on the new job this year, as well as as well as being the community manager. That's going to be a lot of responsibilities. That's not just sock med, but as you said, that's also planning out content for the brand and the fans, right? Yeah, man. It's it's bigger than I expected, but the important thing is at least I am able to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That's not really far from what I've been doing. All right. Uh, speaking of which, I'm sorry if we're going to get into the nitty gritty of things at the first part of this interview. But I got to say, since the quarantine, like that was mid-March of 2020, have you noticed a mm-hmm. increase of number of watchers on your streams? Because people, more people are now indoors and they got nothing else to do aside from their work from homes or they really oh, got nothing else okay. to do. That's the assumption, but then considering yeah. our market, uh-huh. the market is that um, the numbers are there, okay. especially what uh, you mentioned a while ago. But you also have to consider that a lot of the people who are part of who are part of our community aren't uh, don't have an access to a computer. They mostly oh. rely on computer shops, and um, it's true. Yeah. They uh, also, what do you call this, computer shops and um, the internet from the computer shop. So it's it's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it depends on the games. But then the viewership isn't, isn't still there. I okay. can't deny that there's viewership. But yeah. Yeah, um, it depends, I guess, on the game. Yeah, so thank you for bringing that up. Like... Yeah, most people are indoors, but the sad part is some don't have internet access or access to watch the streams because they are relying on... Holy smokes, what's going on? <laughs> Oops. Oh, no, it's Oops. okay, it's okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's, it's the reality uh, I, we're actually, facing right now. <laughs> I'm near the... What do you call this? Uh, I'm fire. near the road, so... Yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, Brzee? Uh, like say it's part of the reality right now like there's a lot of things going on outside but ironically like you said I, I think you're right on that one the whole factor of computer shops being closed down mm-hmm. and people staying indoors we can say oh surely like you guys have more viewership and like no the reality is sometimes especially in the country like the philippines most of us play games with our friends, but it's not like based on our internet connection at home. Most of us, like yeah. when I was in college, I play at a computer shop with my friends. And how also, um, also there's this, there's this, um, what do you call this? There's this tangent where yes, some people have access to computers at home, mm-hmm. but it's a public computer; it's not their own, so oh, snap, they share yeah. their. <laughs> Family. Their family members, they share it with their, you know, those kinds of things. So That's true. It's really a mixed bag of sorts. But I got to ask, so are there certain games that are getting more viewers now compared to before? And there are certain games mm. that are getting slightly less compared to before. We don't have to name them. Eh, 
the numbers are there. It's still it's almost the same. Okay, almost. The same. mobile games, of course, are getting more traction here in the Philippines since mobile game. Um, the mobile games in the Philippines have more a bigger fan base. If if that's the best way to say, to say that, since oh, yeah. people ha- uh, there are a lot more people who have access to better phones than computers. That's true. So there, there's a, yeah. I don't want to admit it, but <laughs> that's the reality of it. I mean, before, like, before this thing boomed, like, a few years back, the mobile gaming thing, people were mm-hmm. making fun that, oh, that's not a real gamer thing, the mobile games, and then now, oh, yeah, there's an esports team now. What you gonna say, man? <laughs> yeah, you can't deny, you really can't deny the, the validity of, of um, mobile games now, especially since um, not just on viewership, but also in the amount of people. There are more people who play mobile games than PC or console games. That's if true. You think about it. But let's shift somewhere into the whole mobile or handheld games. And let's go back to you. So mm-hmm. aside from your work and your play job, what have you been busying yourself to? Because I heard like a certain game in the Switch has been released and I didn't think I would be since I'm not a fan of the genre. But uh-huh. uh, if we're talking about um, Animal Crossing. Yes, sir. Yeah, so. I'm not really a fan of the genre because I do not enjoy playing simulation games at all. I've been... I've been uh, people have tried to pull me in playing simulation games, but I just can't seem to get into it, especially if it's like the open world type where you put in and that's it. So what got you hooked into this Animal Crossing game now compared to before? I think one of you know, one of the things that um, that pretty much got me hooked with uh, Animal Crossing is the addition of the Nook Mile system. Hmm. Um, Okay. According to my friend who according to my friend who's a big Animal Crossing fan even before uh they did not have that. So what they did was you just go into the island or whatever you you're being placed and then just pay off Tom Nook and that's it. Okay. But in, in, in Animal in, in New Horizons, um there's uh small uh, small goals like collect X amount of uh stuff get this get that um capture uh uh 10 fish to get um bonus points and whatever there's this sort of an there, yeah there's like an achievement slash, achievements and reward system mm-hmm. where you can just pretty much uh set your goals for today so it's not really like before where you go in you do your own thing try to figure the world out uh in new horizons you go in this uh you your kumbaga your uh overworld goal is to pay off tom nook but to get there you can do these these things so parang yeah it keeps you you know it keeps you grounded and targeted on what you need to do on the island and stuff that's good. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. Uh, how about playing with your friends? Like, who else have you been playing around in our circles? Who has um, been visiting your mostly, island? Who have you been visiting? 
mostly uh, surprisingly I've been playing more with my Discord community with my friends from Discord and from people from the geeks oh okay and certain friends nice okay. the people I expected I would be playing a lot with were the people I wasn't I weren't playing a lot with because it's either they're not playing at the same time as I am uh-huh. or they're in different they just don't invite me or whatever so oh. I, I, <laughs> But on my own, my own group. Yeah, the Discord. Mm. At least, like so. Uh, I saw there's like a fishing mini game there too. So have you been fishing? Yeah, uh, one of the things that you can do in Animal Crossing is to fish and fish a lot. <laughs> and it's one of those things that um, Nintendo was able to add a bit more of a um, quick time event thing for that. Yeah. Yeah, you can, or you can just create your own. Because if you reach um, your game farther enough, you'll be able to open up the, the store there that will allow you to sell timers. And when what you do with the timers is um, when people go in, you can create competitions and and uh, like who earns the most fish in this time wins something, which I did yesterday during our. Um, first attempt to do uh, a catalog day for Animal Crossing. Okay, so people came to your island and they like tried mm-hmm. to get it as fast as they can? Yeah. The most amount of fish you can get within five, 15 minutes uh, will get 30 pieces of iron nuggets or something like that. Okay, so so some guy actually won that. So how much fish actually, did that Actually, it's a girl. <laughs> oh, uh, so this she girl, was... she, how many fishes did she got? She was able to earn seven. Hey, oh, and that's, yeah, seven and the rest were at three, at uh, four. <laughs> it's really Not funny because I, I, I prohibited them using fish baits. Because uh, in Animal Crossing, there's what you call fish baits that you can use to instantly spawn fish, uh, fishers on the water. And, and then, uh, yeah, I, I did not allow that so that it would make it more challenging for people. God, that's, it was too challenging. <laughs> that's fun, though. Like, so how many entered? Like, I know one person um, won. I think we were at around um, six or five by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a maximum of eight people because you can put in, in your island, island along with you. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Like, it's like an island invitational. At least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this invitation is not for Mortal Kombat or UFC. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, and, the, and, and the cool thing here is that ane, parang, there have been streamers who, who have done uh, more intensive stuff. I think there was this streamer in, uh, in Twitch. Um, uh-huh. What she did was, I, I'm not sure if there were a group, a group of streamers collaborating and they were doing um, Animal Crossing Olympics. Holy smoke! So aside in, from fishing, in an island, so uh-huh. what other activities people, can you do? People, people have been really creative with that. Uh, inherently, you can collect uh, bugs, collect fish, but some people, um, some people, what they did was, um, I think there was a musical chairs pie. People did musical what? chairs. I don't know how they did it. I need to research about it. But people have been really creative with that. Okay, I mean, now. I want to Google. Uh, I want to YouTube that soon. <laughs> yeah, man, you should. You should. 
Uh, I mean, people have been really creative in what they do in Animal Crossing. I mean, diba, there was this new support that uh, a Japanese company did all their, ano, all their meetings in Animal Crossing. Thank you. <laughs> you, know, you can you, you can also voice chat kasi in, 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 in the game, especially if you have the app. Okay. If you have the Nintendo app, you can uh, connect it to your game and then you can voice chat via the cell phone then to the game. Oh my god. So, really cool, man. Sobrang seryoso yung topic nila sa meeting pero sa Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, man. It's really adorable. Nga. Parang imagine mo parang with the with the with the characters parang how will how are you able to maintain maintain a uh, you know, meeting in that way but you know, people have created ways and it's really fun to see people being creative about it for me the creative part i've been seeing is like uh, you know sila Jollibee and other companies making their skins there that was yeah. cool. And also, my favorite custom part was like, have a dead Yamcha on your island. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I actually saw that. But I'm, oh, my God. Really, guys? I was asking Charles, um, hey, are you, are you putting that in your island? He's like, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put that on my island, too. <laughs> and I mean, it's a, cool, it's a cool thing, but I will not put that on my island. Yeah. No, sorry. I, I think the only one who would put that on his island would be Vegeta. Yes. yes. And Bulma. Oh yeah, and Bulma. <laughs> and Bulma. Yeah. The Vegeta household. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and actually nga, parang in one of the things, parang one of, I actually copied um, an, uh, an artwork where they did the Jotaro in Diamond is Unbreakable. Okay. The clothes. So I'm I have my character range out of the codes in Animal Crossing. Oh my god, Diamond is unbreakable. So you know Yeah, the, the white en- one. The ending song of that series is Yeah. Savage Garden? I don't remember. Savage. Oh I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's so crazy. It's so stupid, but it's so fun. Uh, so brang trip nga din ng lead singer ni Savage Garden. Like, oh yeah, sure, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Like, go ahead. <laughs> this is cool. Go ahead. Have fun with it. Have fun with it. I mean, like, it's not like we're active right now. And they're all mm-hmm. on their solo careers now. Darren and Darren. Are they? I'm not familiar with the, with the band on uh, their um, current career status. Uh, Savage Garden, yes. Um, the lead singer, Darren Hayes, has split up from the other guy since 2001. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing solo acts ever since. Uh, right now, he's mostly into... Oh podcasts and talking about mm. things he and his lover watches it was kind of cool mm. so in the age of social media it's kind of cool that he got that one uh, approved for jojo's bizarre adventures and I'm like mm. no way this is in a jojo series <laughs> yeah i know right it's really crazy it's stupid but fun uh, okay you did that okay and, and they made the song work i'm like holy shit yeah Ang ganda ng animation nila pagkatayin ng kanta. Kaya pala okay Parang, na okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get away and you know, if the people aren't really that money hungry, yeah. there are a lot of things you can do that's fun. Diba? 
Yeah, so I'm pulling out that old uh, tweet from Darren Hayes. He said that, thrilled that so many folks are happy we allowed I want you to be used in JoJo anime. It's a cool show and I was happy to say yes. And he was like, so I'm happy to say yes. Points, points talaga, points to Darren Hayes. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the custom skins, aside from the JoJo skin, have you tried to get Kame House? Because Kame House was in an island. Well, is in an island. Yeah, I, I'm not as. Hmm, what's the best term? To, I don't want to put a lot of Dragon Balls on it because you know people people have created stuff. So, uh-huh. parang it's like ayo kane. Parang I want my thing. Uh, your own so, vibe. Yeah, I want like if it's gonna be there, it's like I really, really enjoy. It. Like for now, I what I did. Um, aside from JoJo, I have um in Haikyuu, the captain's jersey number. I have it there, so oh, I created yeah. my own then. Yeah, man. And then now I'm sitting, now I'm watching Guarding in the Frats because it's on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. I'm planning on mimicking the cost, the uh, the what do you call this? The uniforms. Probably work on it sometime this week. Hey, that's good, and it's gonna be uploaded for your island and for your community if they want to get it. Yeah, if, if they want to get it. So aside from playing the game, at least like this game really gets your time by like customization and the other parts. Yeah, man, it's. Crazy stupid. <laughs> the time I spent in the game is so crazy stupid at the moment that I can't believe I'm I'm juggling um, more games. Uh, really, yeah. Uh, well, so long as it's not a crazy, noisy, bizarre town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of other games, uh, what other games have you been playing during the quarantine season? This is a good. Um, uh, it's Vanguard Zero, and it's gonna be my first official Gacha game that I actually spent money on. <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I heard you yeah. got it recently, and you got hooked into it too. This mobile Gacha. Yes. They gotcha. Stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid game. I thought I was out, but nope. They pulled me right back in. I've already spent around two k pesos on it, so it's around one. Wait, around. What, forty-five dollars on it? Yeah, yeah. I think more or less. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Oh man. <laughs> so Ugh. tell me, how how is it being hooked by a card game online? Like, have you played the 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 legit one, like the physical version? Yeah, I, one of the reasons why I think I got hooked with uh, Vanguard Zero, which is the name of the game, is that I played Vanguard the card game a lot before. I mean, I spent Ooh. money on it. Like, we we broke uh, cases for it. Um, when I say broke cases, is that we ordered box break. Some people within the yeah, no, not just box break, case break, man. Holy smokes! Some people okay. in the community, yeah, some people in the in the community would uh, buy cases and then uh-huh. would would set up um, case breaks where people would uh, say that oh no, this is the crown I'm gonna get, hmm. uh, and then. Yeah, you have to pay every card that comes out in that That's land. true. Parang, grabe, yeah. box break lang ako noon eh. Ito, case break talaga. Yeah, man. Sa amin, case talaga. As in, that's how deep we got into Vanguard. Oh, snap. So, kaya nga, when, I mean, parang when I saw that they announced it, kasi I, I got the PR from Bushiroad. Oh, oh crap. 
unexpected. Oh, unexpected <laughs> na ito na mangyayari. And yep, I am not I was not wrong. I got to So tell me about this. Uh, this is available in the OIS and the uh, Android, right? Yeah, it's available in the iOS and the Android and it's uh free to play, but mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a gacha game so it's not really free, free. to play. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a grindy game. If you don't like grinding for your stuff, I don't suggest you play the game. I yeah, mean, so, mm-hmm. I read, hmm? so, aside from that, since you played it in the past, the, the physical uh, Vanguard cards, how easily did you get into the whole game system? It's, it's it plays almost just like Vanguard. And it, the pro that there's a big difference lang kasi parang there are game systems that um where you have to rely a lot in the in the physical game that are not present in the card game in the oh. in the mobile version okay, okay kasi parang one of the bigger things to say that you have to consider kasi in vanguard is yung triggers and triggers in the card game have their own set of cards but in Vanguard Zero, the triggers are in the grade threes of the card. So, parang yeah, it's not. I know it, it. It's really big. Because parang the importance of triggers, because in 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 Vanguard is, um, diba in normal card games, um, when you attack, uh, let's say for example, uh, Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. The, uh, in, in Yu-Gi-Oh is that when you attack, you can counteract with a trap card. But the trap card is something that you set on your table. Because, beforehand. And I think in Magic, then, eh, parang yung mga spells, yung mga instant, and ano, na parang you throw a spell, you, you counter it with an instant or uh, another spell, right? Uh-huh. Or in Hearthstone, there's something like that. But in Vanguard, kasi, parang, uh, it plays out where your main. Because there are three columns in Vanguard, and in the middle one is your Vanguard. Uh-huh. Uh, it's basically the your your main unit. Okay. And then when that unit attacks, depending on the grade, uh, there's what you call drive check. Because, the typical card game is you uh, add the points, the total damage points yeah, that the card unit. has. Yeah, the unit, and then uh, you have to check it on the total life point of your, ano, your opponent. That's true. Tapos, um, yun eh. Eh, in, in Vanguard kasi is that um, when your Vanguard attacks your main unit, you have to drive check. And drive checking is one of the bigger important uh, aspects in, the, in card fight Vanguard because number one, it adds cards to your hand for free. But those uh, those cards are uh, faced up when they draw from your deck. You have to show your enemy your their draw, your your uh, drive checks. Because it adds um, if and there's uh, the normal units, the bad. There's always yeah. like, there's like normal units, and then there's what they call trigger units. Um, there's specific cards in Vanguard where um, their task is either to heal, to draw, to stand. Or to crit your enemies, so parang on top of that, plus because they they add the they add um, points, they add damage points. So, so kung baga, um, 
you're attacking total damage numbers at 16,000. Your def- your enemies are defending at 18. So mm-hmm. you're short by 2,000 2, points, right? Yeah. So, but when you, you draw a drive, uh, you, if you draw a trigger during the drive check, the 5,000, uh, the, the, the trigger will add points to your total attack power. So it pushes through. Kumbaga. And then if it's if, if it's a critical, you add damage. If it's a draw, you get another card. If it's a heal, it's clearly you're going to heal damage. And if it's a stand, your uh, it, uh, the, the card ability will let you stand any of your rear guards, which is units on your left or right wing that could also attack depending on the damage. I, I tell you this because this is the one of the bigger, more important aspects of uh, the Vanguard uh, physical card game. But in Vanguard Zero... Um, they removed the trigger cards, so instead of you get instead of you getting around a total of ano, forty cards of triggers, uh, what it does is that the grade three, which is the the at this point of the game uh, highest uh, grade of units, and that's where your triggers come in, and it's really really important to know because. Um, that's how uh, you need to sir you need now to consider your the the triggers that you can put in the deck it adds a bit more complexity to the deck building but yeah. uh, with the restrictive with, with the restrictive deck building system right now because you need to have 14 14 14 eh? 14 of each units grid uh, 1 2 and 3 uh, it adds a bit more um thought when you build your deck also at the same time it adds a bit more uh stress on your decision making especially if you're playing with your enemy when you're playing against an uh another player you have to remember how many triggers have been released how many cards do you have in hand it it adds that yeah it adds a, a whole new level of complexity that that the card game doesn't but it also adds the speed it, it plays faster plus I mean, there are other game elements that I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm I don't want to get into more because it's gonna be you know it's gonna take longer yeah <laughs> but there are a lot of other card game elements on its own that were changed specifically to make it work for the mobile and for me it does work yeah. but when I say it doesn't because when I say it doesn't it only means that I'm bitter about it because you know card games. <laughs> if you if you draw uh, ugly hand, you're screwed. Oh, they that kind of thing. The cards weren't in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> na parang ano card? Did I hurt you that hard? That ano? That's may mga ganong moments eh. Napapatong nung nanako. Sino kung bakit ah? Nang ganong kalala. Uh, <laughs> Kaya mo binibigyan ng gayatong card. Sinatrip mo ko, man. Yeah, I know. It's how, ano eh, parang, ang hirap lang talaga, ano. And there are a lot of things that I like about uh, Vanguard na talagang they were able to keep it through to the card game. Even the unbalanced parts. <laughs> Alright. That's, that's, that's good. Like, so from Switch to mobile games that focuses on card games, that's basically like how you're playing right now in the quarantine area. But uh, aside from that, we go back to Rumble Royale. Aside from the Animal Crossing event you put, was there any recent events you guys did for the community? Like 
a certain event where they got to interact or play with you guys? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is um, there's this event that we call LDR that um, every Wednesday nights and Friday nights that where we get uh, invite people to play with mm-hmm. uh, it's basically community brawls. So we invite people to come to our Discord server, play games, and have fun. Basically, have fun. All right. That said, thank you, Vince. And where can they find this Discord server or where can they see you online? Mm, they can see me on um, on my fan page. It's The Geeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the server for Lamboreal is bit.ly slash join our Discord. We already right. made that, that one so people can easily remember it. And uh, what else? You can find me on Twitter, cvhouson CV or thegeeks.com. Yeah. Or you can just catch me on our Twitch. I'm reviving our Twitch. Oh, Twitch.tv yeah. slash thegeeks.com. Thegeeks.com. So what have you guys been uh, streaming there so far in The Geeks past few days? Uh, right now, um, revi- actually revived uh, Yeah, with Animal Crossing. That's for the revival of the channel. I'm still fixing it. For Facebook, we're, we've been streaming. Uh, right now, I've been streaming New Online for Play Park. And also, this new game that I got into. Last Oasis? Um, got invited by... Yeah, Last Oasis. All right. So, I just checked it out right now. <laughs> but yeah, thank mm-hmm, you so yeah. much for this interview, Vince. And I really hope you guys are doing well there. Really get... I'm so glad to catch up with you guys. Well... I'm so glad to catch up with you here. And we'll, we hope to see you around online, man. Take care. Yeah, man. All right, guys. That's it for our episode. This is Martin. And with me is Charles. And you can check us out on criticalindex.net. And you can subscribe mm-hmm. to our podcast here at channel14.com. We're on Stitcher. We're on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services that is not Spotify. Yeah. And where can they find you, Charles? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter as Sword9. And you definitely should also check out Critical Index. And every now and then you might want to, you'll probably see my uh, posts about Animal Crossing on my Twitter as well. Yeah, I've been seeing it and I'm excited to see more. And would you like to invite them on your Discord if there's a public Discord somewhere? Uh, the Discord currently is still private, but if uh, okay. that does grow, I'll definitely be sure to plug it. All right. So catch us on the next few episodes to see which Discord that is. But till then, guys, this is Martin. This is Charles. Please check out criticalindex.net and this podcast and the other podcasts here at channel14.com like Bodega Nights, Third World Linux, and Radio Norm. And that's it. On behalf of Charles, this is Martin. Peace. Thank you.